Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WET, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the Health Promotion Suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for a non-traditional campus. My name is Bella, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Josh, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. And my name is Quinn. My pronouns are he, him, his. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be your hosts for this podcast. Let's get into it. Hello, my name is Boots, and I use they, them pronouns, and I'm joined by Bella. Today, we'll be talking about self-expression, creativity, and art as a form of healing. I think this topic is especially important while we're spending so much time inside because it's a perfect time to explore creativity and find new ways to express your feelings. Um, Bella, what kind of activities do you feel that like you can engage in that are creative that you feel have like a positive effect on you? Oh my gosh, so many. Um, I'm really coming into my own as like understanding how artistic I really am and like how much I value creativity as a form of expression. Um, I, I am definitely like learning that that is a part of me and I can identify as an artist, even if I don't like create, you know, the, if I'm not the next Basquiat, that's fine. I could still be an artist. Um, and so some of the main things that I like to do, I really like to dabble, honestly, like try out a bunch of different things, but I really enjoy makeup and um, costuming and, and basically my own form of drag. And that is a huge um, connection with my identity. And, and I really just love creating that like transformation um, aspect of appearance. And I also make jewelry. I do little crafty things. I just um, painted some ceramic coasters for my living room. I, let's see, I, I like to paint a few different things. I embroider, I, um, I make like friendship bracelet designs and that sort of thing. So lots, lots of different stuff. Um, I probably uh, forgot some things too, but um, I I really like to dabble and like try different things and experiment and figure it out, you know? Mm -hmm. It sounds like a lot of those things are things that um, like are on your body or you wear on your body, very self-expressionate. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, For me, a big part of it is like creating um, with creating objects and things that aren't like as self-expressive so I think that's an interesting difference um for me I just like to do a lot of painting um I've been making like little clay objects to paint and like put around my room recently (laughs) um but a lot of uh like external things yeah that's interesting yeah I mean I I also in some ways I see art and, and, you know, creation, creation as an extension of myself. And so I really like to play with um, how it relates to my interaction with myself and with others and with the world, um, with nature, 
all of those things. So yeah, I think that that's interesting. Um, and some things it's like you, you just want to create it and that's the whole fun of it. And then sometimes it's like, oh, you want it to exist in your space or on your body or wherever it is. That's true. I think for me, the, the process is the most important part. Yeah. Um, compared to the end result. Um, I like to like feel intentional when I'm creating art and like focus on the process, how I'm feeling during that. Um, even if I don't think that the art's gonna necessarily turn out great. Um, something that I've been working on is just trying to make art, even if it's bad art, because yes. yeah. it's still art and still a form of expression for yourself. Yeah, and, and if it's like your expression with the intention of getting your feelings out, if it's like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling really dark and stormy today. I just need to like get this gloom outside of me and you just make this like, you know, garbagey mess. That's, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> good for you. That's amazing that you could, you know, put imagery to it. And a lot of us are visual learners or processors. Um, and so being able to put things outside of yourself and like understand it in a in a visual or mm -hmm. physical way is like so important yeah I agree um and looking into different kinds of activities that people use for like self-expression and creativity primary like topics or forms of art for self-expression, those are music engagement, visual arts therapy, movement-based creative expression, and expressive writing. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they included expressive writing because that would include like journaling or storytelling. Um, and I feel like that's a big part of self-expression for me is I try to do journaling so that I can like externally process my thoughts so that I'm not just swirling around in my head um and so I thought it was cool that, that was included in this form of like self-expressive art yeah that's so cool and I think with writing I will I can only speak for myself but I think a lot of people can relate to um being in school for so long and having the majority of writing be associated with school and academics and performing well and and getting a grade um it i think deters a lot of people from writing and it also we get into these boxes and limitations of what writing is supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like and mm -hmm. so like for me i actually didn't even realize yes I do creative writing um and yes it does count and that's one of the things that I forgot to mention but I really enjoy writing poems writing songs I really enjoy like figuring out rhyme schemes and it's it doesn't have to be anything you know and it still mm -hmm. counts as writing and and as a form of healing also I'll, I'll share a really dorky example but it's kind of adorable also um where I was I was just feeling like really really low one day my mental health was so bad um and I was feeling really alone and so I decided to actually get up and get out of my house and go for a walk and it was at night 
And then I started a freestyle rap. I started freestyle rapping about all of the love and support I have in my life. So I was just making up rap as I went along. I'm not a rapper. Um, <laughs> about like all of the loving people and the supportive, you know, loved ones that I have and, and, you know, really taking that feeling of being alone away and taking that power away. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to like take note of those things and understand that writing does not have to be, you sit down and you write an essay. There's so many forms of writing. It doesn't even have to be on a piece of paper. Like um, there's so many different forms of engagement with it. And once you can break free of those molds, it's really fun. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really wonderful story because you're right. When I think of writing, I think of like sitting down to intentionally create a story or get your thoughts out. But um, yeah, freestyling, singing, things like that, that just like come from you in the moment, I think could also be really important. Um, Especially as you were saying, you were feeling low. So you started thinking about um, like the people and the things that are important to you. And I feel like that's a big part of this creativity is like the doing it and being aware that there are like good things around you um yeah I feel like yeah and also uh, good mm -hmm. things within yourself too and not you know having a balance basically between finding the power and strength within yourself and also appreciating and and letting yourself lean on the support of of people around you yeah and it's so important so something that we didn't talk about in the beginning is but we've we've brushed on it a little bit as we've been going is how can creating and self-expression be healing um and I think for me it is based on like intention and mindfulness and mindset I think when you go to create something or to to make something that you'll wear or hang up. I think going into it with like knowing that the process is like something that you can physically do to have something like tangible at the end, um, I think is important. I think seeing that transformation and knowing that you created this thing from the beginning to wherever it ends up, is really important it helps it helps me like understand that I can like make change yeah yeah and also like realizing your own power as a being who can create something you know it's kind of really cool to to see how that happens and see like oh I am I'm a being in this world and I just produce something um that doesn't have to be part of like what I'm supposed to do but it's really just for me and my own healing and um in terms of how self-expression can be healing I think I think there's so many ways um I can't even name them all really but um for me I can speak to gender identity and and connecting with sexual orientation and and being queer and a lot of my transformation and 
my drag that I like to do, like whether it's for the work day or for the weekend, um, is, is really healing for, for creating the character and the person that I want to be and seeing um, the outside reflect how I want to feel on the inside. So like for today, for example, I was, I woke up feeling a little bit unmotivated, like, oh gosh, it's Friday. I just want it to be the weekend already. Like, and then starting to get down on myself about not being able to do assignments I wanted to do, you know, just the spiral. And so I realized I need to show myself the goddess warrior that I am. Um, and so I did my whole makeup and like a fierce um, gothic space warrior queen being. <laughs> and and I'm that. really enjoying that as like my form of power and my like reclaiming like, no, I am fierce. Like I can do this. Um, and that's just like an everyday thing. And also, um, you know, you talked about having tangible things that you've created. That's mm -hmm. an interesting thing with, with um, creating makeup and, and artistic, you know, body experiences and, and all of that because it wa you wash it away. And yeah. I struggle with that sometimes because I'm like, oh, gosh, I just want to be this. I just want to look like this forever. And I just want to... Um, be this fierce warrior tomorrow too. But it, it also helps you learn how to embrace change and like the evolution of, of feelings and, and life and the fluctuations of everything and the temporary beauty that exists and like just appreciating what you have when you do and then, um, and not clinging on to it so hard, you know? Yeah. And then you can do it all again the next time that you're feeling like that and it'll turn out different. Yeah, is, yeah. And it's, cool. it's like, always it's different. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And then in terms of more more forms of healing, um, I mean, in terms of, of gender, I mean, I'll just speak more about makeup and, <laughs> and drag because this is really just what I love so much. But um, being able to do it for yourself and really only for yourself, like no one's going to see me today, you know, but this is just how I want to be, um, is really empowering. And it also helps you like reclaim things like makeup and appearance and femininity to be outside of a man's perspective and completely mm -hmm. outside of like what societal beauty standards are supposed to be and all of that and like truly just doing it for you um is it feels so amazing and helps you really just let go of you know gender roles and um and roles around sexuality and and all of the things so um that's a really big piece for me and I'll also say with healing um Another form of creativity is movement with the body, dancing, mm -hmm. um, appreciating music and letting it like flow through you. And um, especially for people who have like chronic pain or deal with a variety of things happening in their body, um, you know, being able to reclaim movement and dancing in a way that works for you and your beautiful magnificent body is really amazing too um and being able to celebrate joy and and really take 
the power back. I think that's a big part of all of it, really. I agree. Thank you for saying that. Um, I feel like that's a really important part of this also is the like the movement based expression along with like music because both of those things are so personal. Um, mm-hmm. Music is definitely something that people have their own specific tastes in based on so many different aspects of their personality and how they're feeling in the moment. Um, and I feel like that I feel like that is really important to recognize is the kinds of things that you are choosing to listen to and um, like experience in this time of your life can be really impactful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just really listening and being mindful with all of that. Like, do I need to hear something empowering? Do I need to hear something fast paced and, you know, strength inducing, or do I need to really just be gentle with myself? Do I need to celebrate silence right now? I think we really undervalue the power of intentional silence. Um, And there's so much to learn from what's happening in silence, you know, whether it's you get to actually hear the birds singing, or you hear the wind rustling, or, or you hear nothing, and you just get to appreciate the universe and and all of those things um you know there's so many ways to to go about these things and also you mentioned with intentionality and um going into your project or whatever you're you're doing or enjoying um with intentions sometimes that intention is just to play is just to enjoy and see where things go and just to like not have a structure for once you know we really undervalue play as a form of healing and a form of brain development and actually um activating creativity is really really great for the brain and for cognitive function and and play is not just for kids play it should be throughout the lifetime it is important to um our well-being in all aspects Uh, One of the other questions that um, I had to guide us is what's the difference between a hobby and creativity as a form of healing? Do you have any insight on that? Um, I, you know, I think a hobby might be something that's more, um, more frequent or somehow involves a little bit more, like maybe your hobby is that you um, have a sewing club or, or you, I don't know, you, um, you paint on the weekends or something like that. But I think we also need to break out of these molds of, of defining what creativity and, and hobbies and all of that looks like, because Um, when we set up these expectations and limitations of what expression is supposed to be or, you know, dabbling in different activities and crafts and and fun little things, like if we set up these expectations, like, okay, I'm going to buy a bunch of yarn and I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to, you know, knit this entire blanket, like, you know, that's just not how it works for everybody. And that's not 
how creativity works for everybody. You know, sometimes you just got to let that um, creative spirit lead the way without trying to make it so rigid, you know? That's true. Thank you for bringing that into this. Um, play is super important. It can definitely change, like, uh, my outlook because uh, I can definitely get into ruts where I feel like I'm just like a boring adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so like doing something fun that like doesn't have like uh, like a purpose or like a, a vent, yes. something that's like necessarily beneficial to my adult life um, feels really good. Yeah, just to like make time to be silly and to have fun and I I know this pandemic has been so grueling and destructive and really challenging for so many of us in so many different ways but being able to to make time for play and for joy and being really intentional intentional about making space for joy is is really conducive to our resilience and our, our ability to maintain that resilience. My last one to close it off was, yeah. uh, how to, how to get started with intentionally creating? Like, um, if someone hasn't really thought about this before or is new to the idea of like creating as a form of healing or with intention or anything like that, who really just hasn't thought about what about it before or just doesn't think of themselves as creative, um, how could they get started? Do you have any any tips, any ideas? Yeah. Um, so, well, one of the things is that art supplies and art materials can be expensive depending on where you go and what you're getting. Um, so, I would not necessarily encourage you just to like buy a bunch of stuff <laughs> um, and then just see where it goes. Um, if you want to buy some things and, and see where it goes and, and let your creativity lead you with that, I would really encourage you to go to Scrap PDX. It's my favorite place in Portland by far. Yeah. It's my house. I wish I could live there. <laughs> um, but it's it's in Goose Hollow area. It's by um, it's by the Providence Park Soccer Arena, and Scrap is a place that has donated art supplies. So everything is like from like five cents to like maybe a dollar or two. Everything is incredibly ridiculously cheap and affordable. And I've I've dug in there for some garbage for years and years and so most of the art things that I have are from there they even have like prints and and they just have everything so if you want to get some inspiration I would definitely take a trip to scrap um, and just see what they have and even if you don't get anything which I don't think I've ever walked in there and not bought something um but even if you don't get anything, just to like see what's out there and get your gears turning and, and start thinking about like, oh, what do I like? You know, do I want to work with um, maybe I'll 
do some scrapbooking or maybe I'll do some collaging. Maybe I'll, maybe I like working with string or fabric and maybe want to try making a mask and, and see how that goes. There's a ton of tutorials online. Um, you could just get some little fabric and, and, you know, see what, see how it goes again, not trying to make it good, just trying to make something, just do something with your hands and your creative brain. Um, so that's where I would start just to go to scrap if you can, um, and, and just get some inspiration. You can also just listen to the world around you and, and try to be mindful and get inspiration from all of the beautiful, fantastical, amazing parts of this world, you know, just look at a tree for a while and be like, get, you know, get some inspiration from a tree. Um, look at the sky. Maybe you want to paint something. Um, there's yeah, just, just do it. <laughs> I know that's, that's Nike slogan and it's, um, easier said than done, but just, just start with something and, and see where it goes and follow the journey and, enjoy the exploration without trying to get somewhere. That's all really good advice. Um, yeah, Scrap is one of those places that like they have everything. I've gone in there and they have like, like eyes to attach to like a stuffed animal. They have like a bunch of fabric and like really old maps. Um, if you're not near scrap, you can also go to like any, any craft store just to like walk around and get ideas. Even like, you don't have to buy anything. You could just see like, okay, I have, I have some of these things I could make, I could make this work. Um, I like to get um, some of like my creative inspiration from like, recently I've been looking at the, the MoMA design store and seeing like the kind of things I have on there because they're always a little funky and then um like seeing if I can get inspired by any of that um I've been using TikTok a lot to like like look at the types of like little clay dishes and stuff people are making and getting yeah. inspired by that yeah there's so many things I saw someone on TikTok making paper out of like old newspapers um they like fully made like journal paper <laughs> so there's there's definitely a lot of really cool tutorials and They're things out there if you're like you don't know where to start just watch some tutorials and, and try something and then adjust it and modify it and, and see what spin you could put on it exactly exactly um i think just like create create something and then then create something else and then create something else it doesn't all have to be the same it can but it can literally be the same thing over and over if if the process of creating that thing is very like self-reflective for you or like makes you feel good and happy um yeah and you can like give your little thing to your loved ones as gifts I think people appreciate like homemade crafty gifts so much more than like flowers or something I don't know um but like something you bought just to be able to say hey my hands made this for you because I love you like that is amazing and such a gift that we can 
give to each other. Yeah, it is. It is. I like, um, I like that I have some of the, the things that I have that I love the most are just some, some different art that I have created with people in different periods of time. Um, yeah. The last time my mom visited, she, we were, we were painting and she painted this like picture of the dog park we could see on campus from my window um, on just a piece of lined paper. And it is like my favorite thing. It's so cute. Um, and so like, I just have this painting that my mom made in like 10 minutes that I have that reminds me of my mom, which is nice because she's so far away. She came out here. I was having surgery and so she yeah. came out here and while I was healing we did a lot of painting um so it's just really it's just a really nice thing I have from that time that like just makes me really happy yeah yeah I've like made jewelry for um people before and it just like warms my heart so much when they mm -hmm. wear it um ah I just love it yeah anyway share art, share joy, create joy, create art. That's, that's what I want to leave with everyone. Thank you. And thank you for being um, in this one with me. I really, really appreciate all of your perspectives. Um, you are one of the most like creative, self-expressionate people that I know. And you always like take it to the next level which is such a good thing like you Thank never you. yeah everything that you create is just so beautiful and wonderful and such an expression of you like I always love to see the kind of things that you create whether that's like um higher makeup looks when you join one of our weekly meetings or like I, I love seeing like your earrings uh when we work together in person um there's such like an expression of you. And I think that is really the point of creating something sometimes is to like express yourself. Um, so thank you for being on here with me. I really value um, your perspective. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say again, like create joy, create art um, and enjoy the process. Do not try to make something good. Um, just break out of all of the boxes and the limitations that we put on ourselves, because the whole point is to break free of that and to create what we want to see in the world. Yes. Yes. Make bad art, play around with it. Um, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Bella, for uh, coming along with this. And thank you to the wonderful What podcast team for having some of the Wetsters that aren't involved um, make a few episodes for this term. I think that's a really wonderful, really wonderful experience to have. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you on our next episode, which will be posted every Friday this term. While PSU has gone remote for the time being, we wanted to let you know that Shaq is still here for you. 
we are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number, 503-725-2800. If you are looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the Campus Well app. You can also check out the virtual MindSpot experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including website links in the episode description. We also have a Google form that you can complete with any questions about health, shack, or anything we discuss in the podcast. You can find the link in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care.